Donda, 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 Donda. You guys excited about Donda? I heard nope. it's a shit album. I heard it was a shit album too. Man. I've heard so many mixed reviews about the album. A lot of people don't, from what I've heard, I haven't listened yet, but from what I've heard, it's just very different from his past stuff, uh, which I don't mind. Like, I don't, I think artist changing is a good thing. I don't know why everyone fucking hates it. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's you know, artist development, you know, people change, yeah. you know, you're, it's like I mean, Skrillex. You, people compare Skrillex to be like, how come you don't sound like Skrillex you, from the old days? Most people consider the Beatles the greatest band of all time. They changed every fucking album. Yeah, it's vastly different from album to album. Yeah. Uh, but Queen, hey, Queen was the same way. They had so many different sounds. Uh, I agree. Very much agree. But hey, welcome to Riffs on Tap. Uh, I'm your host, Alejandro, uh, joined by uh, joined with me, my co-host and wonderful buddy and pal. Roy Johnson. Ah, Roy Johnson. Fuck. Oh, dude, Roy Johnson's here. What's your, okay, what's your profession? Uh, I'm a coyote. Oh, coyote. Yeah. Definitely. In Texas, uh, big, big profession. Huge. There. Yeah. I mean, there's a huge market for it, you know? <laughs> uh, no, I guess I'm Riley. Riley. Welcome, love, uh, fantastic, have you? Oh, what are we drinking today? Because you have been today. On this. Today we are drinking the wonderful Yingling East Coast beer that's finally in fucking Texas. I saw Pennsylvania, built. right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Oldest brewery ever. So uh, I saw it in our. Uh, I saw a billboard for it on the way home from work today, and Did I you? was like, and I thought like, it's the big talk of the town in Texas right now. Got a lot of family who uh, go to the East Coast, and they talk highly about Yingling. So I said, you know what? Well, it's in stores now. Let's go ahead and pick up a six pack. We'll have it on the podcast. I'm happy to talk about it. Uh, we've all had it uh, at our local uh, bar on draft. And uh, I felt mixed about it. How did you guys feel about it on draft? Do you guys like it? You guys I like, like it. it I mean, I, I like it. I think it's uh, very good in the bottle. I'm still trying to figure out if I like it in the bottle, if I'm going to be honest. I do. I think it's good. It's very similar. But like, I mean, I, I just love the beer. Maybe it's, I feel like it. Some, it's I mean, more crisp from the bottle. Loggers aren't really for everyone. Dude, I, uh, loggers are my favorite. Um, yeah. I see. When I heard that it was a lager, I thought it was going to be much lighter. When I first got that first glass of Yingling, it was so dark. I was like, "Wow, it looks like a, it's beer. got like a shiner color." No, one hundred percent. And so, and uh, immediately, yeah, it's what I kind of thought. I thought of a Bach. And I was like, well, it's a lager, though. I was like, it's kind of not what I, I expected it to be super light, low alcohol percentage, uh, easy to drink. And that's why people liked it so much. It is pretty, for me. It's easy to drink. I down them. Um, I think just after one drink, um, I'm I, I like I think I'm preferring it in the bottle. Yeah. Overdraft, honestly. Um, at least I'm enjoying it this time around compared to the last one. His own. To yeah. each his own. Oh, is it like that? I don't know. It's to to so, each to each his own. Is it to each? Yeah, it's close to each enough. Their, it's to each their own. It's close enough, right? To one, <laughs> to one his own. I guess if you're going singular, yeah. Um, I think the plural of to one his own is to each their own. Yeah. So, question for the audience: Is folks only plural, or can you be I think a singular? It is, folk? I think it is only plural. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, is it, so like deer and is it's only plural and singular. And, Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dimitri Martin has a good bit about. Folk, where he's he says it's you can't really say it negatively towards someone, so you can't be like, I was at the bar and these fucking black folks walked in. <laughs> like it whoa, just doesn't whoa, work. Whoa. <laughs> no, I don't what? know. When you say it though, it has a different connotation um, for some reason. That's because I'm racist. What about what about <laughs> like when people say um, uh, there's like country folk, yeah. they don't use the s. Is it well, like redneck folk out I, there? I don't know if you need the s with folk. No, because again, think, I think folk is already plural, like deer or fish. Yeah. There's no s on it. Or moose, mooses, or moose. That's another one. Yeah, oxen, oxen. Yeah. Well, that's not different. It's oxen, oxen. <laughs> I was gonna so, say. Well, I'm just saying. That doesn't these, sound right. Well, thank you for contributing to the conversation. There, you need. I mean, Brian Regan. He has a bit about it. Never mind. Fuck y'all. <laughs> y'all aren't fucking cultured. I'm not cultured, especially I'm cultured. in I'm the comedy stand-up land. From Philadelphia, from Pennsylvania. Uh, I probably thought it was an Asian beer. It's very understandable. <laughs> I, I'm curious where the where the term Yingling comes from. 
Mm-hmm. Is it the name of a person who started the brewery? Does it have some historical meaning to it? Or so is there it just is, a random conjecture of letters? There's Daryl uh, y- uh, Ying, and then... Uh, <laughs> Brian, and then Brian Bobby Ling. Ling. <laughs> Bobby Ling and Daryl Ying. <laughs> they came together, and they're like, let's make a fucking longer. Ying Ling. Dude, it's like, yeah. it's like Bon Jovi. They're just like, what I feel like it had, to, it had to have been like, because it, what, what, 1820s? It had to be like an immigrant, immigrant that came over and was like, let's fucking brew some beer. I, said, yeah, I think probably. it was 1829, I think, was when it when they opened. I could be uh, Hold on, it says right here, actually. Uh, since, yeah, you're correct, 1829. America's oldest brewery. Yeah. Hey, can we slow down with that uh, sliding over there? Might yeah. be. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, I, f- I forget. This table we have now is very, like, a lot of noises on this table. Can I make a formal apology for the past episodes, though? Really fast, you can go uh, for it. I'm. I would like to apologize. I put it in the last uh, description of our podcast. Um, our our production. My production hasn't been too great because I feel like we're not in the proper situation. But oh, right throw now, us under the bus. Well, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, just in general, like. But now I think I hope today's episode will come out nice. But I apologize. That's it. That's all I have to say as a producer. We're going through some changes. We got new mics, new I'm setup. So. You know, little bumps in the road, but, you know, Noah's got this. He's got it figured out, and I think this current setup for this episode, episode number 14, I think is what we're on. Hopefully. I think we, we're getting all the kinks worked out, you know. But, you know, we're always growing, changing. We're learning, you know. This is our first podcast. We're just new boot goofing. New boot goofing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We goosing and loosing and, and moosing, you know, as, as all those things. Shout out to Reno 911. Dude, that's what... Have you ever seen Reno 911? Yeah, it's hilarious. It's one of the greatest shows of all time. But no, I feel like it just didn't reach the audience it needed to reach. No. I don't think so either. It got, well, it, it was like... I mean, it came out a while ago. That was like the... It was uh, early or mid two thousands, was it? Yeah, like something like that. Yeah, so com- like I don't that. even think. I mean, Comedy Central wasn't really what it is today. No, and that was kind of the, it was Cops and Reno nine one one were the shows that were on yeah. Comedy Central. Where I was like, Cops doesn't belong here. One, no. And uh, Reno nine one one because it was next to Cops, people were like, oh, a second cop show. I was like, no, 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 this is like a comedy show. Yeah. Like, this is no, like funny. Yeah. Like, that's one. Yeah, that's one of my favorite shows. The horrible thing about me being actually from Reno. Um, it, every time I tell people, especially at my work, when I said, oh, they'll ask, where are you from? I'm like, Reno. Go, oh, Reno 911? I'm like, not even close. <laughs> it's not like that. That's a good thing to be remembered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else, still, what, what else are they going to fucking know you for? Not being Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'm yeah. from Reno, not Vegas. We're the biggest little city. Yeah. Well, that's what every little city says. So We actually have a sign that says biggest little city. We have two, actually. The old sign and the new sign. We'll put it out there. If you had to pick between... So, uh, if this is your first time listening, we're in San Antonio. Um, if you had to pick, which is... So, clearly, San Antonio is bigger than Austin. But me, personally, I feel Austin's bigger than San Antonio. What is y'all's opinion I being know, from San Antonio? Um, from facts that San Antonio is bigger. Geographically yeah, and geographic. population-wise. Yeah, yes. population-wise. So, what's the question? I feel Austin's a... A more tourist destination than San Antonio. Oh, you're talking about like popular. Well, yeah, I feel so like it's more I, popular. So Austin, of a destination. I think Austin's a more fun place to visit. Uh, there's just a lot more to do there, and I mean, you can go see a shit ton of concerts there. There's always mm-hmm. big artists. Exactly. San Antonio, there there's some fun stuff. You, you can go to the Riverwalk, go see the Alamo, Six Flags. Six Flags. Yeah, like more flags more fun. Uh, but also, I think it's just because we grew up here, so it's a little different. Just that we've been everywhere already. Yeah, that's why I wanted to ask y'all's perspective because I feel. I, like I mean, I like going to Austin visiting, and I wouldn't want to live there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a fun. It's a there. it's a very fun place to go visit. Yeah, go drink. Because for me, I always felt like San Antonio was like, oh yeah, like yeah, they're bigger, they have a bigger population, but like, what is there to do there? I always felt that. Also, way it's just Antonio. so like a. I, I think Austin's more centralized, whereas San Antonio's fucking huge. Oh yeah, it, the well, the greater San Antonio area and the greater Austin area are so close to touching. Finally, like it just feels like all the little towns between the two cities are just like one's part of San Antonio, one's part of Austin. Yeah, uh, I know you guys were just at a concert uh, this past weekend, right in Buda, which yeah. is just south of Austin. Was it really Buda? I felt like we were in Kyle. It's Buda. <laughs> they're so close. They're, yeah, that's they're all i the say. same. But city. let me just say, oh, because we did drive through Kyle to get to the what's it called? Kyle is. It's in right now. Yeah, it's, it's a nice, nice area, and there's yeah. It, I was there's surprised. A lot going on. Uh, my best friend used to live in Kyle, and she'd commute into Austin, mm-hmm. and 
paid great prices on the house that they had out there. Tons of shopping, restaurants, all that. It's a great place to raise a family outside of Austin, but yeah. if you want to work and still live. Exactly. I thought so, it was fantastic. So you mentioned, you know, obviously the concert. I want to get into that. So I have a question for Noah. I know we all I'm went Noah. to we all went to see Flatland in Dallas. Um, I just want to know how the more intimate oh. venue was in terms of the uh, experience Fan- of the concert. Fantastic. If I'm going to be honest, I love Charlie Crockett. Don't get me wrong. But I will put this concert of Flatland above Charlie Crockett by a mile now. Just because, like, it was a really good concert. They're fantastic live. They have great energy on stage. Fiddle player Wesley, right? Wesley. Wesley. Fantastic. Shout out. Shout out my boy Wes. Yeah. Drummer. Didn't even know about this. He doesn't even have all his fingers on both hands. He only has one (laughs) finger on each hand. And he's their drummer. He's so good. We got to meet, uh, what's called, we met the drummer because uh, Bradley got his hat signed by the new guy on on uh, Flatland. Really cool guy. He brought his hat to the group. They signed it twice. Brad now has two yeah. signatures of each uh, of the me- of each member now, which is that's fantastic. Awesome. No, that's what. So that's one of the things that like I love that they did that. Just it, it shows a lot about them. Just they were like, oh, he only asked one person to sign it. Fuck it, we'll all sign it again for him. That was cool. But they're just, uh, I mean. Cool band, great live, mm-hmm. and like I, I was in an intimate setting like that. I think there were it was a fantastic venue. There were, it was a great venue. There were like three hundred people there. Oh yeah, uh, but it was just everyone's up dancing, and I think they mm-hmm. played for two hours, at least three songs from every album. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, you don't even night. realize when we started the the uh, one more song chant at the very end. And then um, uh, Cleto came out. He's like, "Okay, we'll do one just, more song." Yeah, just for, just Cleto came out first, and then we were like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Yeah, in the, <laughs> the middle of the song, and then because uh, the song that got me into Flatland a long time, uh, like maybe two years ago, was the song where I showed me Sleeping Alone. And then he's like, well, uh, "What's going? I'm gonna play this one, one last song." It's always yeah. so different whenever whenever you're sing uh, sing it to uh, a group like you guys because it doesn't really feel like the words um, or, or whatever he said like that. And oh my, sleeping alone live. Oh, three hundred people singing along. Yeah, it was it, great. My heartstrings were being pulled yeah. that day. I was like, Nick Cleto, you could have my child." Even and though. then, and then they, the whole band obviously came out, and they're like, "I guess they want to play one more song too." And then they played a Turnpike Troubadour oh, song, yeah. "Long Hot Summer Day." Oof, that uh, was a great. Yeah, it was a fun concert. Oh I mean, yeah, we got to get you out to one of those settings. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And then they played that one song, the Cavalry one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they open up every show. Obviously, they're called Flatland Cavalry, so they, there's a song called I Want to Be in the Cavalry, so they open up with that. It's so good. Uh, recommend looking up that song. It's a fun song to listen to. We'll listen to it after. Yeah. It's but, so good. Yeah, it's a fun song. Love Flatland. Hopefully, uh, you know, we can sponsor y'all someday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by Riffs on Tap. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, we can pass out some free stickers once yeah. we get those going. I'm Get excited. some Riffs on Tap on their merch. And, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, they're a great band, though. That's awesome, though. And I'm glad to hear you guys had a ton of fun. You know, it's unfortunate out there, but uh, I know we've got a lot of concerts coming up that we're oh, going yeah. to. Cold War Kids in September. Yeah. Uh, ACL. In ACL in October. Valentina Con at the end of September as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we've, we've got a lot coming up, and oh, yeah. I'm really, really excited. To our loyal listeners, if there's anybody that we don't know personally listening, if you're going to ACL, try to uh, tweet at us we uh, so we can meet with tweet you. Tweet us, exactly. DM us. Do we'll be there weekend too, pretty much the whole weekend. We've got a lot of artists yeah. we want to see, but we'd love to meet you guys. Uh, we'll be uh, hopefully handing out some free stickers or some other cool stuff like that. Take pictures with us, all that fun stuff. But yeah, take pictures yeah. with us. Uh, we're yeah. famous as shit. Uh, we're gonna have like two people come up to us. Yeah, man. We'll be like, dude, this is fucking fan number one right here. This yeah, is, this is dude. The if one. you the do that, one. oh my gosh, you're gonna the be like one. when we start doing video podcasts. Oh my gosh, you'll be on our wall. I'm going to uh, let you know that. Oh, dude, day ones, man. That day would ones. be a cool thing to do, like a fan hall of fame. Exactly. Oh, a fan hall of fame would be fucking fantastic. I just, like, I have high hopes for this podcast. So, like, I'm excited if uh, what's called, it keeps on growing. Because from this, uh, the statistics I've seen, we are growing, which is awesome. No, we're so happy. We're thankful for everyone that listens and everyone that tunes in and stuff. And uh, it really does mean a lot to us. You know, we, we kind of started this project off as you know, a fun way for us to talk about music and joke around. And yeah. uh, it turned into something a little bit cooler and bigger. And it's awesome. It's fun. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's exciting every week meeting with you guys and just, just, just literally just shooting shit. Just talking about whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was brought yeah. in the very last second. 
but good but, times. Always good times here. Dude, you're a perfect fit for the team, though. Of course. Thank you. You slotted right. in. You're like, you're like the Wes Welker of producers. <laughs> you just put him into any yeah. team. He's going to get you nine touchdowns that season. You know, 100 yards a game. It's just going to work. We actually understood that. So <laughs> on the topic of that, I exactly. want to talk about sports yes. and the, the Patriots. Uh, oh, Cam so, Newton. So it. So this oh. helps. So this the Patriots. Uh, if you don't know, you fucking are dumb, um, <laughs> or don't follow sports. Which you're dumb if you don't. Uh, <laughs> pay, uh, the Patriots just cut Cam Newton today, and I have mixed feelings. So I'm in the dynasty fantasy football league where you keep players every year and just draft rookies. Um, so I had Cam Newton last year and I kept him on the roster and then drafted Mac Jones. So I was like, all right, well, Cam can start a few games and then Mac will come in. But no, they just fucking dropped him like that. Now I have no use for fucking Cam Newton. I'm pissed. Is there a team that needs dearly for a quarterback that fumbles? There's uh, a, yes, there's, there is. <laughs> there's a few teams. The, the big meme on Twitter today has been... The Texans looking at Cam being like, I could see looks the, like we got our quarterback, guys. Well, I, I could see the Texans going after him. I would have seen the Broncos, but I think they're committed to Teddy Bridgewater now. I, I mean, there's honestly, a few teams I could use. The, not the, the Jets won't bring him in. They nope. should bring him in to start over Zach Wilson for, for a few games. But Just from everything I've read preliminary, because it's still relatively new news as of uh, midday today about Cam Newton, is, look, man, the Texans just, Deshaun Watson, the whole situation going on there, it's just not going to work out. And I think it's in their best interest to give him a one-year yeah. minimum deal. And if Cam works out, great. If he doesn't, he, you know, it's no harm, no foul. You didn't sign a the only big. problem I have with that is I'm a Tyrod Taylor fan who is going to be the Texans starting quarterback. And I feel like he's been through so much shit. He's always that bridge quarterback. He's never had an opportunity to lead a team for a long amount of time. Mm-hmm. I think the best chance he got was the Bills, and then they drafted Josh Allen. Yep. So that didn't work out. Uh, but he's a great quarterback. But I, my fantasy team needs Cam to play. So hopefully the Texans <laughs> hide him and start him. Um, um, but, yeah, I, I honestly was shocking news. Cause I, knew, I don't know if you saw this weekend that former Patriots player calling out Cam Newton. He's like, hate the way that he's dancing in between reps, you know, playing all that rap music and stuff. Like, you know, Brady Brady wouldn't do that yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking they're different about? Pe- so many, they're different people. They're different people. And, like, what does it matter what music he's listening to during yeah. practice? Like, look, he's, he's doing, you know, he's, he's putting in the reps. He's putting in the time. Look, it didn't work out. Even from the beginning, I but felt it, like it wouldn't. Cam I mean, that w- their team last year was shit. They had so many injuries. They just weren't. They weren't going to be anything. They weren't going to make the playoffs. Exactly. Doesn't matter who was at quarterback. And overall, I just don't think Cam's a good fit for that team. No, Cam's a great player. He's an extremely talented person. But you know, the Panthers was a really good fit for him. It was yeah. just unfortunate. You know, thing come to an end. And I think he's just. I don't know. Running quarterbacks is just. I'm not a super huge fan of them. I just think they can well, produce, think, but their yeah. longevity is just not there. What I think, so, I mean, what Russell Wilson is is perfect because he's a, he's a pass-first quarterback who can run if he has to. Exactly. So he, he'll get his 500 yards on the ground, but that's not what he's looking to do. He's going to stay in the pocket and throw it. So quarterbacks like that, Josh Allen is the same way. He's a pass-first, but he will run, and he can run. Like I, I, Lamar Jackson... We'll see what happens to him. It's still early in his career, but haven't seen much out of him in the in the Ravens because it's so easy to game plan for a running quarterback. You just yeah, you QB, have a middle you, linebacker. You contain QB5, and you have yeah. someone spy him. Like it's it's not that hard. When you get in the playoffs, you're playing against you know the Patriots. Bill Belichick knows how to game plan for that. Exactly, and that's why I feel like the longevity. It's like it's a great like. Trick in college because you know you, you play like these loser you know shitty teams or whatever and you can get away with it you know yeah um, but when you get to the NFL we've just I don't know just historically running quarterback just like mm-hmm. it just it longevity just not fucking well there. I think I think the only running quarterback to ever do anything or there's maybe a handful I don't know but Fran Tarkenton in the Fifties did it, mm-hmm. and then Steve Young did. Uh, Michael Vick had success. As Michael well. Vick had success, but uh, not. I mean, it was short lived, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's because. Uh, but we won't get into that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he, yeah, and, and but he he could throw like he. It wasn't like he, uh, throwing was a downfall for him. Yeah, he had a cannon, and he mm-hmm. was accurate. So he he was great at throwing too. He was just the fastest guy in the field. Yeah. Um, 
who uh, Randall Cunningham, he had a lot of success. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, historically there's not a lot of great running quarterbacks. And that's why... That's one Especially that not none that won anything. Yeah, and that's why I kind of appreciate that Patrick Mahomes is... Yes, he scrambles, and his ability to scramble is really good. But... He, you know, he's not always looking to run. He's he's looking to make his play. He's looking at his, you know, his first decision, second, he's checking down and everything. And if he has to take off, he's going to take off. Yeah. And I'm glad that he's changed his game just slightly enough to where he's going to have, that, he's hopefully going to have that longevity. And we've seen the success with his, his type of game. Um, But uh, yeah, you know, Lamar Jackson is he's so talented. He's he so fucking talented. But I just I worry about him just you know injuries and how long he's going to last in the league. Yeah, um, that's and I, he just needs him. to work on his passing game. He's still not accurate enough. Exactly. I and I, yeah, I don't. As of now, what he is now, I don't think he'll win a Super Bowl. He'll be a good quarterback. He'll get you to the playoffs. He'll get you to the championship game. But great fantasy quarterback, that's for sure. Fantastic fantasy quarterback. Uh, but yeah, he's he's not going to be like a Patrick Mahomes and lead your team to the championship. Mm-hmm the Super Bowl. Uh, but yeah, that's my two cents on that. But yeah, football, so fucking close to starting. We got college starting already. Uh, yep. Big games this weekend. Uh, I think Georgia plays Clemson to start. Ooh, wow, that's a... So that'll be a good game. Yeah. NFL starts next weekend. Yeah, I think next so, weekend. Yeah. Got my fantasy team already. I'm going to kick your fucking ass. Oh, no. So, uh... So for those of you who don't know, uh, so me and Riley are in one fantasy league together uh, with some uh, some buddies of mine from work and such. Um, I thought I drafted pretty well. You did, but you just know. not as good as me. You know, I, I got that Josh guy. I, I, I've never heard of him before. Josh, Kobe, Josh. Fuck you. Fuck yeah, you. I've never, never heard of him. You're a piece of, of shit for that. I was uh, so happy. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to get him. I was like, he's falling this far. I'm going to get him. Josh Jacobs. <laughs> You know, one of the one of the best running backs in the league, uh, top ten fantasy wise, and he fell to like the sixth, seventh round, and I was like, I'll get a steal right here. And then yeah, this fucking asshole. I was most mad about uh, our buddy picking Patrick Mahomes in the second round. I was like, boy, what the hell are you doing? Like, well, I didn't. So I didn't even know when the draft start. Well, I I didn't make my first pick, and I'm kind of pissed about it because I. Uh, it chose uh, Ezekiel Elliott, and I would I lost already. And I and I would have picked because I saw Kamara still there. Yep, and I picked up Kamara. But we were on our way to the fucking concert, and I forgot Alvin, Alvin Kamara, baby. Um, but the rest of my team, I mean, I didn't know it was a two quarterback league. So because you can have there's a quarterback oh. and then there's a super flex, which you can have uh, any position: quarterback, wide receiver, running yeah. back, tight end. So I saw that and I was like, fuck it. Kyler Murray in the third, Lamar Jackson in the fourth. I'm set. See, I've I've learned my lesson about drafting quarterbacks early, and I just fucking I'll wait till the end. I picked up. Oh, Matt, well, that's what if it's if it's Matt Ryan in the fucking eleventh yeah. round. So if it's a if it's a one quarterback league, then I'm gonna wait as long as I can to get a quarterback. Until I see all of the second tier quarterbacks go, then then I'll pick one. Like I but picked usually up, I picked up Trevor Lawrence well, in the final round. Points, guys? Well, it's so the drop off. So there's a lot of stats involved. So the drop off from you know like a first tier quarterback to a second tier quarterback is five points. Uh, the drop off from a first tier running back to a second and third tier running back is ten, like five to ten. It's massive. Uh, and then wide receivers, it's similar to quarterbacks. So usually you go running back heavy. So my strategy is usually running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver. And then I'll pick my flex, which is usually another running back. And then I'll go quarterback maybe. But even after that, like I, if I could still pick up a good wide receiver or running back in the 6th, 7th, 8th round, then I'll wait to get quarterback as long as possible. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. For me, I stack up on running backs and wide receiver because those are your point getters right yeah. there. And you have so many positions. The majority of the positions in your team are filled by those. Whereas our league does have a two-quarterback league. Yeah. But normally you just have the one. So it's like, okay, let's say your one quarterback has a bad day. That's one player out of you know the 10 players on your team. Mm-hmm. I see. Whereas running backs and wide receivers, that's five players. Yeah. Team, half your team right there. Plus, it's I mean, Patrick Mahomes can get you 30 points a game. Consistently, too. Yeah. Matthew Stafford can get you 20. 
25. So it's it's just not enough of a difference to make that jump to say I'm going to get a quarterback in the first round. That's the most dumb thing you could do. Actually, sorry. The dumbest thing you can fucking do in fantasy football. And this is all kickers. This is the thing. <laughs> all kickers, yes, but <laughs> this pisses me off so much in life. Just when I see people pick two defenses and two kickers, I you you can you play on matchups, right? So for yeah. defenses and kickers, I add and drop every week basically. So it's why would you pick two defenses? I can get you get a good defense. Maybe you can keep them long enough, but why the fuck do you need two of them? You're just wasting a spot on your roster. That's probably the weakest part of my team. I totally agree with you because, yeah, like that's another wide receiver, another running back you'd have right there. Yeah. And, and a good defense will only get you 10 points. A good kicker will get you seven or eight. Yeah. If you could literally go a week where your defense just. Goes even and gets zero points. Yeah, that's that's honestly like that's think, a win. Okay, you're that's like, a win. You're like okay they did, with it. Yeah, yeah, because it's like you're not expecting every week for your defense to get a pick six. Yeah, and a ton of fumbles and sacks and everything. It's it's not gonna happen. Very rarely will a defense win a game for you. Exactly, and so I. I but then up. you can like, but you can pick up a sleeper late in the round, like maybe a rookie that might go off, some free agent that just got signed. You can pick someone up. Yeah, and they can have like I've picked up. James Robinson last year, who's an undrafted rookie running back, and he went off for over a thousand yards, ten touchdowns. Pretty good. So you can yeah. have someone like that rather than picking up, you know, Carolina and the Redskins defense, which are just absolute garbage yeah. defense. Well, I'm just saying, like instead of having two defenses, the Red, yeah. well, sorry, the football team, they actually have a good defense. That's their that's their only strong suit <laughs> is their defense. They'll hold the team to ten points, but they won't score ten. Uh, I fucked up. I think my defense is the Chiefs, and um, I, their whole their schedule is difficult, and they're not a defensive yeah. team. Yeah, I pick. I forgot who I picked. I don't know if it was in this league or another. I mean, I'm in so many, too many. Uh, but I picked up one defense. They were a good defense. I can't even remember who it was. But they're playing the Chiefs the first week, and I didn't see that, so I immediately had to drop them. Yeah, and I was like, I'm already starting this shit. <laughs> I always have the most ad drops in the league. Instantly after the draft, first day back at work, uh, our buddy asked me, he was like, like, do you want to trade for Alvin Kamara? And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's, he's all I have. Like, he's literally going to carry the fucking team for me, him that's and Josh Jacobs. That's what he did for me last year. He I'm almost like, won me the championship in one league because he had seven touchdowns, and then, you know, someone else dude, did I so, uh, so I'm a Falcons fan. I do not like the Saints at all. But I have to give respect to Alvin Kamara. He's a fucking beast, and he's going to put up numbers. <laughs> It can't stop him. He's just too fucking good. I'd probably say he's the best all-around running back in the league. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I'm surprised. I think I picked seventh in our league, and I got him in the That's first round. That's because I wasn't picking. I was yeah. on auto-drafted. For whatever fucking reason, Zeke is ranked higher. Which is, he's a bust. I don't, I don't even Dak or bust. Kamara just had one of the best seasons that a running back has had in a long time. And it's yeah. the same way with Aaron Jones for the Packers. He had one year, he had 22 touchdowns total, uh, rushing and receiving. I was looking at And so, he was still ranked fucking low. So I've been out of the fantasy game for a long time. This is my first year playing fantasy. And so I was like trying, you know, I'm, I'm fairly familiar with the football players and stuff. And so I was like just trying to be like, you know, looking for key names and stuff and looking at their stat line. And, uh, man, I just saw some stat lines where I was just like, why are you here? Why are you like, you know, in the top 20? Like your, your numbers are just not adding up Yeah, It was weird how Yahoo ranked a lot of their stuff. And I was just like, and eh. I just had to scroll down and just kind of really go through and be like, how many points did you get last year? And how many you projected for this year? And just kind of go based off of that. I, I, um, I, no, I'm not sorry. going to give up a secret, but. My brother might listen to this, and uh, we have a draft next Tuesday, so <laughs> can't give him any secrets. All right, no secrets, no secrets. That's all good. Uh, did you guys know that uh, honey mustard is made with mayo? So that's yes, my I did. that's my secret for today. Uh, yeah, it's uh, one part Dijon mayo? mustard, one part honey, and one part uh, mayo. Love mayo. I do. I love mayo too. I, I don't. I don't. That's a secret. So uh, <laughs> and a great. Uh, segue into our next thing about I'm actually really liking the Yingling beer. I think out of the bottle is much better. Bring your own bottles to the bar. 
I should. I should. Why don't more people do that? Just sneak in their own alcohol to the bar. Because obviously. that's not how I, it works. I think. I think well, they would notice look, it. I think we should just change. You just drink outside the bar and you come in. Huh? A pizza yeah. system. They're like, why the fuck are these guys bringing a cooler? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Why so, are they hammered right when they walk in? So before you guys got here, uh, I did have a, uh, one of those tall boy trulies, as well as I learned about this new thing called buzz balls. I think is what they're called. Those yeah. are not new. Uh, they're or, they're shit. They're yeah. garbage. And so my sister, we were at the right HGV, and My sister was like, "Oh look, they have the buzz ball." I saw a TikTok about this, and I was like, "Oh, what are they?" They're just like, "Oh, they're like, you know, just like it's literally just like four shots." Yeah. And thing, and I had one, and I was like. Yeah, I feel buzz off it, but it was disgusting. Yeah. Have you ever seen the big buzz ball? I saw it they're on the like, website. They're like this big. Yeah, it's like eight of them. Yeah, it's huge. So if you've never seen buzz balls before, there's literally like they're like the the size of like a tennis ball or a baseball, mm-hmm. and you just pop them open. It just it's like fifteen percent alcohol, so it's not a ton. But uh, yeah, they drink it four shots essentially. Uh, it tasted terrible. It was I'd, I'd rather drink four shots. One fifty one. When you drink, uh, like. Alcohol, and you see the alcohol percentage, right? This is just me being retarded, and I feel like I already know the answer, but I just want to ask this question. Uh, when it says like 4%, is is the whole bottle 4%? Yes. Or is it every sip is 4% though? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> mathematically, uh, yes to both answers. Yes to both answers? Because it is uh, an absolute 4%, assuming a perfect world. So every sip you take, let's say you take a 10 milliliter sip, yeah. you know, 4% of that is alcohol. The whole bottle is seventy is seven fifty. What actually? Uh, so uh, in America, we have twelve ounce bottles, which I don't know how that relates to milliliters. I believe it's like seven. But yeah, like this is four point five. I think Kingling, Bud Light's four point two. Just like four point two. Michelob Ultra's four point two. Love Street's four point nine. I sorry, I know these things because <laughs> it's a mathematical. It's like you have to think like you're you such know, a fucking nerd. You have to spend your money wisely if you're trying to get drunk the fastest. You want to be smart with it. It's like the other day at the bar. I was like, "What is the most alcohol percentage on this wall here?" You're what you're talking like is like those people and so like, but for alcohol, like uh, those health people who like go to like Whole Foods, look uh, grabs like uh, an item there and just reads the. Yeah. ingredients and all that kind of stuff but you do it for alcohol You're like okay what's uh, which is gonna fuck me up the most the <laughs> fastest and i got those triple b's and i'll tell you they fucked me up it was a 12 ounce pour but they were like nine percent alcohol it got me and it was delicious too the, tri- the triple b was delicious triple b is a great beer it's a pretty good beer yeah uh adalbert's i think is the brewery uh i is think it it's Adelbert? i thought it was independence i think it's adalbert's okay and i think that's also in austin right is that an austin i know brewery? independence is I don't know. Uh, yeah, Triple B, though, is yeah, a great beer. B, if, you're, yeah. if you're ever at our bar, you'll know what it is. I'm not going to fucking say it. I don't want everyone going to our bar. Um, no, please come visit try, this bar. Come Triple beat us B. in trivia. We're the best. We never Even though we're missing trivia. it right now. Yeah, we are missing trivia right now. Don't break, don't break the fourth wall. We're I'm going to break trivia. the fourth wall. We, you, we won at trivia this week. Did we? Ain't that right, we guys? Got a sec. Well, first of all, I would like, I mean, I would like to bring this up. Uh, trivia last week. No. You dare say it. I mean, we almost. I'm had, not going to bring it up. We almost had to fire our producer. Uh, Are you kidding me? I was the only one who thought of an answer. For and that. I would like, I would like you guys to make the judgment. Um, a group of rhinos, right? No one fucking knows what they're called. Apparently, I was pretty close. No, it was one cl- letter off. No, it was close. He said clash, and it's a crash. I said a fuck ton. What are you more like to, more likely to say if you see a group of rhinos in the wild? Are you are you gonna say what? that's a crash rhinos? You're gonna say that's a fuck ton of rhinos running towards me? What is the definition of a group? So I was real big on a gang than, of rhinos, more than two. and I kept imagining crip walking rhinos, and I was really hoping that was a real thing. <laughs> a crip of rhinos, wasn't. a gang of rhinos. They were crips. Oh. You know, they could be bloods too, but I was picturing you know crips. And there were rhinos, and they were creep walking over. And I'm like, "Oh my god, is that Soldier Boy over there?" <laughs> they're just on their, they're on their hind legs, just creep walking towards you. Exactly, and that's what I was scared of. 
Unfortunately, none of our answers were correct. It was a crash of Rhino. And we lost by one point. But to be fair, I was dumb, and you guys agreed with me on the Gwen Stefani answer. I don't fucking know. Stephanie, Gwen, whatever. And then you guys were like, I say Gwen Stefani first, because that's the first thing that came to my mind. And y'all were like, How am I supposed to know Lady Gaga's name? I thought it was Lady Gaga. Do you not look up Lady Gaga in your free time just like all the time? Apparently, you don't either. Uh, Well, I did, but I was dumb, and I realized (laughs) it after the fact. Well, at um, least I I, I got most of the sports questions. You guys gotta That's be, my you gotta, thing. You got to at oh, least be happy with me whenever I um I ha- I did correct uh, like two of Alejandro's answers. You did. Yeah, like the mojito, Cuba, of how's course. It, how does it feel, you know, getting your degree and still being the dumbest one in the group? That's what I'm saying. Oh, dude, uh, aluminum? Who knew that was the most aluminum. abundant yeah. metal in I the I should have. I fucking, right when I fucking heard it. You said iron? I was like, I don't know, man. No, I think I said copper. I said copper. You I said think, iron. I think we agreed on copper. Yeah, but, well, it just makes sense. Copper wearing. Uh, but, pennies, yeah. But then you think of, like, how many people have aluminum foil? <laughs> I mean, uh, everyone. How many people drink soda? Alejandro with his Diet Coke. Oh, which I haven't taken a sip out of. Actually. I don't know. Just, like, it was, uh, we all let it slip out of our hands. Let's just say that. How did you guys not know, should I stay or should I go now? Well, I couldn't remember who clash. sings it. Yeah. So, well, so I, when I was thinking the clash, I, I got the clash and I think the kinks mixed up or the, something like that. Yeah. So I wasn't thinking of the clash. That whole category was just absolute it was garbage for us. Shit. Oh, yeah. It was like 80, 80s music, Dude. but it was some like 80s shit music They're that like, no one fucking did knows. The music for the James Bond movie in 1988. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I yeah. never watched the movie. And then, like, the ones, like, I hated the. Um, the round where it was like sports and stuff like that because we there was a I lot that of, one there was a lot of ones that we were like one off like the olympics uh the olympic uh things for uh, like gymnastics for which, women as we've learned uh the rings that's a male only event yeah yeah forgot about uh, that it's, yeah. it's very sexist and i guess we're just more progressive than the olympic committee that's what yeah, i'm saying women uh, gymnasts can be in whatever event they want to be in. yeah exactly the Olympic Committee is sexist, 100%. 100%. Wouldn't let the women do the ring event. But overall, you know, we're champions still. It's all that matters exactly. at the end of the day. It means it hard. I mean, if I'm going to be honest, we had some great answers, even though we got it wrong. Like the ACDC one, ACDC's greatest hits. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, one of the questions, uh, I think it was... What was uh, it, it was the song Paint It Black was featured no, on... Not no, not Paint It Black. It was a different song. Are you sure? Back to Black. Yeah. Back in Black. Back in Black. Are you sure? I was back sure in Painted Black. Painted Black okay. is by the Rolling Stones, which R.P. Oh, the Rolling, correct. Rolling Stones drummer. drummer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, back in Black, yeah. It was, you know, I guess released on one album and then re-released on another one. So obviously the greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we and were you can't tell me I'm not I'm not right on that. Yeah, exactly. We got joke points from the from the host or judge exactly. or whatever. So that's what really matters. I'm pretty sure whenever I saw him grading the the picture one or whatever uh, i saw him laugh and i'm pretty sure he read the the mike tyson one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah there's a, there's a there was a there was a picture uh, there's a picture around and it's uh, nine people or shows or whatever that you have to name so yeah there's a picture of mike tyson so i put mike tyson and it's that's how he says it so that's his name i'm mike tyson um Overall, it was really fun. The other yeah. teams were paid to be there, so um, yeah, it's bullshit. Really, we were, you know, we won that one. You know, for the I'm best. Fucking that. La- oh, one of the last questions was like, "What was that girl who fell down a well in Midland?" Jennifer? Are you kidding me? I should have known Jennifer's body's about her. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Did she fall down a well? Someone <laughs> fell down a well. Someone fell. Down. I mean. A lot of people have fallen. How am I supposed to know who specifically fell down a fucking well in the 80s in fucking Midland? First off, how many people do you know own a well? And uh, I don't know anyone that owns a well. So we know one person, actually. Wait, who? Uh, we used to work with this person. Okay. They live out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, one day they told us that they're having issues with their well. And I said, sir, what year is it? Yeah. It's 2020. Go buy some bottled fucking water. You have a well. <laughs> go, like, buy a, go buy a Brita. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, and he was like, yeah, we have a well and this and that. And he was explaining, like, his farm and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, you live on, like, an actual farm. And I was like, that's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. Owning a well. All right, I guess we let's go back to music. What Jacob's have you been well, listening so. to this week? 
Alondra. I'm very curious. You, you know the answer. Flatland Cavalry? Donda. Other than Donda. Other than Donda. Okay, since Sunday, it's only been Kanye. But uh, I would need to pull up my phone. I think I've been listening to like... Oh, my phone's super far away, actually. Um, honestly, <laughs> it's been listening to a lot of Tyler, the Creator. Okay. Like, not just his newest album, but just like overall. And just real, just like looking at his progression to be like, oh, this was the Goblin era. And I'm like, wow, he said Dude. some shit that I can't repeat. And then now... I can. <laughs> and, and then like nowadays where it's like wow he's talking about relationship and his feelings and stuff that's crazy but it's still I didn't banging. know that he well, is he gay or bi uh, is he bi I'm pretty sure he's just straight actually he? no he's not but he's, he, he's announced that he's part of the LGBTQ community he could be a supporter but if he's in it he must no, be he bi said then. he said he's uh, cause, cause it, he's got a line in what song cause I think it? he he mentioned that he uh I can't remember who. Well, it makes was a lot of sense was. now if you think about it. There's a lot of lines of him saying, "Do a fuck Bruno Mars." But there yeah, was like no, one, there was one Bruno Mars yeah, in his motherfucking yeah. neck yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, uh, with his dick. Bring down Bob in his motherfucking <laughs> airplane. No, there were there was someone that he wanted to, um, you know, fuck. Stab, but, fuck well, because because he has a, he has a line in in Yonkers where he goes, you know, I just want to dance around. My mom wouldn't understand. I'm not gay. Like I just want to dance around and enjoy his music. Whatever. Not gay if it's in a three way. Um, which is true. No, it, uh, once again, I, I hold by my stance. Uh, it's gay if you love another man. That's, that's true. But in the most respectful you, way if possible. You, if you love the same gender. No, I'm sorry. I just dropped my phone on the table. It's okay. Um, but uh, Tyler, just just looking at some of his older stuff and his newer stuff, just comparing and being like, the Flower Boy album, once again, I, for as much as I love the newest album, much as, as I love Igor, Flower Boy, got bangers, man. It's got bangers. Flower Boy is days. very good. It's such a good album from front to back. No, what have you been listening to? You already know my answer. Just because it's been, uh, it was coming up. I wanted to do my studying on it. Didn't really help because I only know, I still only know two songs. But now, after seeing the concert, I'm listening to a lot more. And my, um, my, what's it called? My playlist is looking like a country playlist a little bit. Yes. I'm so proud. <laughs> Don't ever look at me like that ever it's, again. <laughs> it's the best feeling when you get someone else into a new art uh, into an artist that you like. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Still working on the when I showed Tino Riley Noah Khan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. You fucking bitch. <laughs> when I showed Riley Codaline. Ever. Yeah, Codaline's great. <laughs> Don't ever try to take credit for Noah Khan. <laughs> He's mine. No, I was so I've been li- I was listening to yeah, a lot. I ask you what you listening to. I was listening to a lot of Billy Joel last week. He has so. M- so much more bangers than I realized. Like I, you know, He's a legend. You know the hits. You know, Piano Man, uh, fucking Uptown Girl, all that shit. Uptown but he girl. like some of his others. I mean, he's just got so many fucking bangers. I don't know. He's so under. He, I think he got overshadowed in that era by Elton John. Okay, cool question. All, uh, favorite uh, Billy Joel song? Ooh, that's a tough one. I honestly, I'd have to go look at his discography again. I'd, I'd probably say only the good die young. That's a good one. Mine's Ooh, really Vienna. Good one. I love Vienna's great. Vienna. Um, great song. Oh, fuck, what was it that I was playing on repeat last week? Um, no, I don't know if you can reach it, but do you think you can still, my phone? It, it's still rock and roll to me. Uh, is a fucking banger. Which song? It's still rock and roll to me. <laughs> We're trying to get this phone. Oh, 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 oh. Be quicker than that. We got it. I wish we were on video for Sorry. that whole <laughs> I know that so, would just be just absolutely. We just good. had a really quiet session of just watching this whole entire like that was, event yeah, happen. That was the most painful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't want to move from my spot. You guys are both so lazy. Yes. What's, our, what's our time at right now? Just 43. 43. Because I do have to. Uh, what? We, I do want to talk about covers for a bit. Yes. Uh, with our homework. But I'm going to look up this Billy Joel thing real quick. Yeah, I don't know what my favorite Billy Joel song is. Ooh, The Longest Time. The Longest Time. The Longest Time's a great one. Yeah, I think that's one of his hits that... Um, what? It's so fun to sing. For the longest, For the longest time. time. That, that was going to be our... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, every time we listen to that song back at my apartment... With we're, like the whole group, we're like, when are we starting a, a yo, barbershop quartet? We have yeah. four people for a barbershop quartet. We now. do. Nice. We, half of them are tone deaf. Figure out which half that is. <laughs> Riley. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it, 
if you told Brock to find C on a piano, do you think he could find it? No, I, I couldn't can. find it. I can. I, I don't play piano. I trust you to find it. <laughs> I could yeah. play. The, I could. I, I think I could pick up a trombone and within a few hours get back into it. Okay. Get back into jerking. But the you. But trombone. you can't find C on a piano though. I well, I never played piano. The okay. Well, if maybe based on sound, yes. Okay. Uh, but Could just you, like uh, Mr. Uh, a perfect pitch over here. I have perfect pitch. I'm Charlie. I'm Charlie Puth. <laughs> um, perfect pitch is like that'd be a great thing to find. Oh, honestly, that's gotta know, be the best talent. As a person who loves music, oh, well, all of us love music, but like that's like the best thing ever because like if you know what each note sounds like, you could easily make a song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Not easily, but like you have a bet. It you have so many more tools at your disposal. You can you can. Uh, like you just play like a chord you're like oh that's a uh, that's a minor chord right there yeah you're not challenged minor you're not challenged by oh this i want to make this sound in my head on the piano you can just be like oh it's this sound this sound yeah and it's it, you get your thoughts from your head to the paper much quicker exactly i was just uh, i just watched an interview uh with T-Pain uh, just talking about his life and everything in this and that and uh he's talking about Usher uh Usher, and uh, Usher has perfect pitch does he? Yeah, he does. does he? And, he does uh, have a great voice. I mean, he, I, I believe yeah. it. Yeah, T-Pain was saying that it, Usher has one of the best voices he's ever heard from yeah. any artist. I can agree upon that just because, like, out of those people who were, like, um, uh, vocalist in that genre, there was, like, Usher, there was Akon, there was, like, T-Pain, but they, Akon and T-Pain <laughs> were more in that. Um, Jason Derulo. Around that time? Jason, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. yeah he was. Uh, but, but, like. Same with Hurricane Chris as well. Okay. <laughs> hey, baby. But, like, um, it just, like, for me, out of all of them, even though those two, like, Akon, like I was saying, Akon and T-Pain were part of that uh, auto-tune um, uh, rage back in the day, Usher was, like, the most natural one, and I could tell that he actually was very good at white, uh, at uh, at being a vocalist. And I, I've always, and I agree upon that. Um, Jamie Foxx? Jamie Foxx oh, Jamie Foxx is actually a voice. very good singer, yes. Very good singer, yep. Yeah. Uh, he, I think he, he got classically era. trained, and uh, really? yeah, so he. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised actually. He seems yeah. like someone. Jason Derulo is classically trained. Yeah, he started off with like more theatrical stuff growing up, and then uh, translated. He can do that. He, opera. Yeah, opera. He does opera. Yeah, and then now he's. That's why he, he was in now. the Cats movie. Was he? Yeah, he was. He was. I like, didn't. The, I didn't see it. Yeah, I heard that movie was trash. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but there were so many memes about it that that's how I found out. I was like, oh look, Jason Derulo dicks in the movie too. Okay. Yeah, they apparently, yeah, apparently they did not uh, not blur out the bulge very much, and it was very prominent in the movie. Um, but Jason Derulo, that's why he's so theatrical. He's like, I'm a cat. A cat. I don't know anything yeah. about the movie cat or the play the, cats at I, all. I don't Broadway either. play. Yeah, I, I just, just know, know the, it has cats. I just know the movie was shit. If I'm gonna be honest, I'm a big fan of like like musicals. Yeah, musicals are fantastic. Even like uh, movie <laughs> musicals are fantastic. Sorry, I didn't know which musical I wanted to use as a joke. I was between Mamma Mia and, and High School Musical. Mamma Mia. That's Don't you fucking know. trash High School Musical. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you never seen the great, like, for um, um, cinematic... Uh, great Gatsby? Uh, the Great Gatsby, you know, The Greatest Showman? Greatest Showman's good. Oh, with uh, Ian McGregor? Oh, wait, no, no, sorry. I'm thinking of Ma- uh, Moulin Rouge. Ewan uh, McGregor? No, uh, it's uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Zach, Zach, Zach Efron, Zendaya. Zendaya. Uh, I have not actually seen the... So it's, good. Well, it's I love so "Sing in the Rain" is one of my favorite. That's a good one too. Musicals of all time. It was like a '50s thing, but yeah. I, anytime it's raining, I like to sing that. Yeah. Singing in the rain. Is Lion King a musical technically? Well, now it is. Because <laughs> uh, it's really good. It is. Well, I, all those Disney movies are. Yeah, they got Spider Man. Okay. The, the music. I don't even know if it's a musical, but they got a Broadway Spider Man. Oh, they do. It was, the music was done by YouTube, by the way. Bono and the Edge. Was it um, actually? It was actually. And my mom saw it on its limited run because she's a big YouTube fan and I guess a Spider Man fan. It was more for the YouTube thing. It was a disaster. It was not a good play, not a good show. Didn't make any sense. I could imagine. But, yeah, it uh, made it, zero sense. It, it, but it did exist. It existed. It was a real thing. Uh, but I do have to uh, ask a question here because I'm curious since y'all are more knowledgeable about this than I am. What's the deal with comedy shows putting a musical number in rather than writing three minutes worth of jokes? Is it easier to do a musical number than it what is? What do you to, mean? Yeah. So Family Guy will throw in musical numbers like no other business. Well, it's, so Seth MacFarlane is a musical guy. But also, yeah. so 
one one of my favorite facts from the Family Guy show is that just shows how much of a savage that Seth MacFarlane was. I love Seth he, MacFarlane. Uh, so the fucking what what you call it? Uh, Come on, production company, whatever. <laughs> they were giving him shit about um, them wasting time in the show. They thought they wasted too much time, and they only have this amount of time to so do this. So Seth MacFarlane has a fuck you to the company. Uh, he just started putting Conway Twitty in randomly. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so, like that a was full, a thing for a while. full-length Conway Twitty song. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, just Yeah, just as a fuck you to whoever. I forgot the company that puts out the show. I don't know, it's Fox. Fox. Fox airs it. Yeah. So I'm sure the production company yeah. is tied to Fox. Oh, yeah. Really. yeah. So, yeah, he, just as a fuck you to them, he would just put Conway Twitty in. Seth MacFarlane, he, in my opinion, is one of the most talented people in the industry. Oh, yeah. Like he's a grace, uh, grace, a great voice actor plus fantastic singer. His uh, what's it called? Um, like his jazzy aspect to uh, singing, like uh, like in the movie Sing with the animals. He was the mouse in that one, and he did My Way by Frank Sinatra perfectly. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, such a good, he's a great singer. Love it. All right, uh, we're getting short on time. I know you want to talk about covers. Let's talk about some fucking covers. Sweet. So our homework this past week was uh, we had we had a couple specific covers, but we ended up after last week's podcast just listening to a whole fuck ton of covers. Yeah, and just discussing which ones are good, which ones are bad. But I had a question for you before we go super deep into into homework. Okay, is there a band or a specific song that you feel just cannot be covered? The original is so perfect, no matter how good you try or how much effort you put into it, it'll never be good, and you should never even attempt it. I would have said Bohemian Rhapsody. But the Panic Mary, at the Disco yeah. does a pretty good, especially oh, a live cover. They do great. Uh, air high fives to that. That was the first thing yeah. I thought about. One, I was like, but uh, what's it called Panic at the Disco did it, and they yeah. do it very well because he, uh, Brendan Urie, does have like a four, three or four range. Um, what's it called octave, octave range, range. Uh, like um, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Thank yeah. you. I'm just like, oh yeah, this is good shit. Uh, I don't know. I mean. I feel like Michael Jackson's been covered very well. Yeah. Maybe like Aretha, Louis Armstrong. It's gotta be dubstep. one of those older. You can't really uh, cover dubstep, right? But that's. Yeah. <laughs> those are called remixes. I feel like it's gotta be one of those older artists that just is so unique. Like Louis Armstrong, you can't really. Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock. Um, for me, I felt Sam like... Cooke. I don't think you can cover Sam Cooke. I think you could. I don't. I don't think you can do it well. Know, you you like, can cover it, but yeah. it's, like, I, I, it's, like it's not going to be. You can't cover Frank Sinatra in a way. Well, you can. Though. Yeah, and there's but been I, many I think great covers. Yeah, but I, I think just with the passion that Sam Cooke sang with, I don't think ah. you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna even light a candle to his music. And are you talking about like covers original? of uh, people like uh, not like these amateur covers that you see on YouTube? More like famous people doing covers of other songs. Yeah. And so, oh, cause, okay, okay. cause my, my two bands are the Beatles and Led Zeppelin. I feel yeah. like those are two bands that are so commercially and so massively successful. You're just not going to have success with a cover. Yeah. You're going to have many people covering them, but none of them are just ever going to get anywhere close to how good the original. Yeah, that's true. Those two bands are just like hippie top up there. Or even like I'd go into, I'd say you can't really cover like Hank Williams okay. or Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash. Yeah. You're, just, you're not going to, you you won't hold a candle to any of those guys. Mr. Chow? Mr. Chow. <laughs> he covered, th- <laughs> 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 uh, who was it, Three Inch Nails or whatever? Yeah, Three Inch yeah, Nails. Nine Inch Nails. Three I, was thinking, three inch nails. I was thinking, I, I was between, nine, well, I, was, I was between Nine Inch Nails and Three Doors Down, so I just combined them. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's just a couple of bands. Yeah, those are two of the bands in my opinion where I'm just like, they're just so, um, I don't know, just so well respected that I'm just like, it'd be yeah. a disservice to even cover them. No, 100%. Even for as popular as they are. Um, but, uh, but yeah, our homework, we, we listened to some covers. Um, I don't remember what specifically which covers you had. Cause we, we, you, you, you listed a bunch <laughs> of them. We listened to all of them. Yeah. I know my my biggest one was Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah. cover of Hallelujah. Oh, which is fantastic! It's, yeah. it's the best one. It's, yeah. but what, what I don't, I I still don't agree with your worst cover with um, 
what you call it, Disturbs version. Oh yeah, uh, I'm just not a fan of that version. Uh, what what fucking song? Uh, Sound of Silence. Sound of Silence. Sound of Silence. Silence. Yeah. yeah. I don't agree with that as the worst. I just think it's so. It's like when, it's so. It's uh, it's very different. Yeah, it's and different. I, I feel like it's similar to how like when Marilyn Manson covered uh, "Tainted Love," where I'm like, I get your spin on it, but. It just doesn't work. Like I, yeah. I, I understand where you were coming from and what you were trying to do. You're trying but I to think, blend so these two together. I think Disturbed's version actually matches the lyrics better because it's such a dark song when you actually listen to the lyrics. Mm-hmm. So I think their his vocals on that match that song perfectly. I think I don't. I I, I prefer the Simon and Garfunkel version. Yeah, I'm a big Simon and Garfunkel fan. Paul Simon for life. Yeah, but I I I think that Disturbed did a fantastic job covering it i think what going for you're saying i think the song fits disturbed but i think it's because it comes from simon and garfunkel it, yeah it's such a dark song coming from a band but they have is, such a, a light take on it so, yeah. to, so to speak so because of that that like i guess the disposition of that i think is what gives the song power yeah that's a song that i feel like with disturbed covering it i'm like Oh, Disturb clearly could have written this song. Yeah, 100%. and these lyrics fit for the band. I think it's one of those songs that it fits. Um, but I think it's the dis like the I'm I'm um the juxtaposition between the artist and the song that the original has is what gives it so much power. I'll agree with that. Um, and I think that's I think that's where I sit. That's why it doesn't sit right with me yeah. personally. I think with Disturbed covering that song, like, yeah, I think it worked super well with them because of the way they translate into their own sound. But, like, um, no matter what, like, it is Simon Garfunkel's song. Uh, Garfunkel song. Like, you, I don't think they could ever, like, do another cover of, like, a sadder uh, sadder song. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like Sound of Silence. Like, um, I don't well, think they would ever be able to cover, like, a song like Mad, like um, Mad World. Yeah, Mad World. Yeah, that's the next song. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, talk... Uh, going back to bands that can't be covered i think simon and garfunkel i know disturbed did a great version uh but that's a very hard band to cover yeah i think the only two bands i think are two yeah two bands that i think cover them well are (coughs) mumford and sons with the boxer and then disturbed with sound of silence yeah those are the only two covers i've heard that can i think go you know punch for punch with the original mano y mano um, Between me and the boy, <laughs> <laughs> I know for you your least favorite cover was it was Casey Musgraves' Neon yeah, Trees. Just because Neon I, Trees, Neon, neon <laughs> sorry, Neon, yeah. neon Trees, great neon band, moon. but Neon, neon moon. moon might be. Um, that was one of them. I have a lot of least favorites. But. I, well, I think uh, I think one of the issues, I can see where you're coming from in that. Casey has such a specific sound. Yeah, she's not a she's not someone who should cover no. anyone. When I think you listen to Neon Moon and it's just it's this song about being you know lonely in a bar and the only thing you have around you is the neon moon, meaning the neon lights, whatever. The I just don't. On. I I don't I don't think that her uh, voice or her sound matches that song, which no. is why I'm not a huge. fan. I don't feel her sound matches any songs. Even her own at times. Yes, yeah. I don't her, know about that. Her voice is—it's so different that I just—I feel like I don't know. It, it, she's not meant to cover songs. No. I think she has a very unique voice, and it does work for her. And I like Casey McCreary. I really yeah. do. She, I think, is the best pop country artist to embody the um, the melancholy emotion yeah. in a song. Where you're sad, but you're not sure why. Yeah. Even if her songs may not be about anything sad, she is the melancholy artist for me. Respect that. Yeah. But I don't see, I, I agree with you on it. It's not a great cover. No. And, but it's because of the artist, not because it's of the a, song. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, I, it's a song that I think a lot of people could cover. It's, it's not like I'm, I'm a huge Brooks and Dunn fan, but I don't mind hearing covers of their songs. And I know on that specific album, there's a few songs that I saved that I liked. Uh, their cover of, their Red Dirt Road featuring Cody Johnson. That I, I love Cody Johnson. I think they did a great job on that. Uh, but yeah, I just didn't like that specific one. And there's a few on there that album that I don't like. But not a fan. Still not a fan. Never will be. About Casey Musgraves. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, I'm just kidding. Whoa, I, like Casey, I like Casey. I like Casey Musgraves. Yeah. She has a great voice. Not country though. And she's Texas boy. She's Texas. She did she have to represent Texas. The I I only. Uh, 
for a while I only knew her because she was on a song with the Josh Abbott band. Oh, tonight, great song. But mm. yeah, the then, Golden. Then she won, went to Nashville. Yeah, Golden Hour Grammy of the Year, uh, album of the year. Mm-hmm. Guess she she went Nashville. She went mainstream. I don't have a problem with it, but just different. But she's still she's still what's it called? Holds Texas deer. She's a Texas mm-hmm. gal. Yeah. yeah, East Texas though. Fuck East but Texas. That's still Texas. You, you look at her and you go, yeah, she's from Houston. East Texas yeah, may as Texas. well be fucking Louisiana. Oh. <laughs> you go to you go to Beaumont and tell me that's Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed in Beaumont. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, West Texas has the country feel. The East Texas is is I don't know, it feels more city. Yeah. Um, which is weird because well, it feels to the it's, north. it's more city, and then you start getting that you know the swampy areas, and then you're like you're, forest areas, yeah, and wild. you're like I'm in fucking Louisiana, yeah. Where West Texas, I'm like, where are we gonna get a great country artist to El Paso? Yeah, you know, Swampy, we got flatland out of Lubbock, but I was like, where's the El Paso star? I know, yeah, Khalid, fantastic yeah, star, amazing star. I don't um, know if there's any El Paso country singers. I'm sure there are. I feel like there's a great. I'm sure there's a Tejano band yeah. who's doing really well. Out but of I El think most most of the te- like most of the country stars out of Texas are either North Texas or they're Central Texas, mm-hmm. and then there's very few that are from the Valley. Yeah, and I think it's the culture in the Valley. Is like it's country music is with Tejano music. Yeah. So like we talk about like Freddie Fender and stuff is having that like Mexican mix in there. But also, so I'm I'm a fan. Like I don't put on Tejano music or anything, but I'm a fan of it. There's a lot of similarities between that and, um, yeah. I guess, the classic country music. Yep. Which I, I mean, I think a a yeah. lot of it was brought over basically from Mexico. A yeah. lot of that sound. And so that's why I think it's Tejano music is kind of like the music of the valley, and you know they're like, ah, oh, this, this American country is different. It's just different enough to where like, and eh, it doesn't stick. Yeah. Um, but as we've seen, I, I know Charlie Crockett moved to Dallas shortly after he was born, but he is from San Benito. Um, so he does understand that Valley feel. Yeah. Uh, that did carry. Um, but yeah, uh, it feels like, yeah, Central Texas and North Texas where you get the majority of your Texas country artists. Um, in case West Coast coming from and Flatline coming from the West. Yeah. The Plains. West Texas. But yeah. What are we? How are we doing on time over here? We're at 101. 101. All right. We need to figure out a homework. I have. I don't have nothing planned. For well, homework. so I, I think we got the homework wrong. So we talked about covers last week. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it more in depth this week. But yeah. our homework this week was supposed to be remixes. Was it? Oh yeah, we were gonna give <laughs> each other remixes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were gonna give each other remixes. Well, that could be next week. Now I guess. Come. We because just we save did, it for another week. Yeah, just yeah. because I feel like we did go into a good conversation about. Cover uh, the cover stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so okay. Why don't we change it up a little bit? Okay. Um, you don't have uh, the Apple TV Plus, do you? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. So I was gonna say Ted Lasso? I, I want to give you uh, Ted Lasso for homework. Yeah, I love Ted Lasso. <laughs> oh man, I, okay. I haven't seen the new season. Uh, okay, but the first season, I'm a big fan. Dude. I know you're caught up on Dave. As everyone, well. everyone, be a goldfish. <laughs> I uh, see. I want to watch Ted Lasso, and I want to be. You know what? Fuck it. Was put it for homework, so it forces yeah. me to. Have find you, oh, you've never seen it. I've seen. Uh, so you don't understand the be a goldfish. I've, I've seen all the oh, promos. I've seen the see first it. episode, and everyone keeps telling me, "Oh my god, you gotta watch Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is so funny." No, he. Uh, so in I don't know what episode it is. He tells a guy. He says, "Be a goldfish." He says, "Do you know why a goldfish is the happiest animal in the world? Because they have the shortest memory." A <laughs> so, little bit, a little bit of Ted Lasso inspiration there for you. Um. All right. Do you have anything for homework? Or anything? Uh, movie, show, music? Uh, you want to share with us this week? I don't know. I mean, I'm getting back into Brooks and Dunn. Listening to some Brooks and Dunn. Fuck. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna give you Donda for homework. It's a two-hour uh, album, and although is it really? I, yeah. Uh, oh and although God. I love it from front to back, um, I'll send you the highlights. I'll give you the highlights. Oh, so well, it's a skippable album. No, no. It's all. Every song is great. Huh. But if I had to pick, fa- it's hard to pick favorites because every song is so good. Okay, there's no skits in it either. It's just straight music, and it's just like I don't know. Every song flows well and everything. I don't know. I, I I'm really appreciative. So I'll give it a listen so I could give my opinion on it next next podcast. A yeah. better in depth 
opinion, not just based off what I've heard, like the one song I've heard. And then which, like, which song did you hear? I forget. I just heard it on like somebody's like, it's probably jail. Maybe going to jail tonight. Maybe. But God's like, going to post my bail tonight. <laughs> We'll so, see. We'll see, though. So off air, I'll give you a couple. Uh, I'm going to give you a guy named Cody Jinx to listen to. I'll give you a couple songs. Okay. Uh, and then we can come back. Country artist. Great. All right. Great deep voice. But I'll, I'll give you a couple songs off air to listen to. Yeah, same. I'll have to come up with something as well. I just don't have anything off the top of my head right now. It's been a uh, very Kanye focused. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, do you guys have anything else to add before we wrap it up here? I'm vibing. I'm chilling. I'm going to win all of my fantasy football leagues. I love the confidence right there. All of you can win your fantasy league too. If you listen uh, to this podcast, send us your information. Send us what are your tips and tricks. How do yeah. I win fantasy football? If you need fantasy advice, just come, you know, send me a DM. Fuck. Yo, send a DM to the podcast. We'll give you some advice. Yeah, no. hit him up. I'll send him all At the Riffs Riley's on, way and be yeah. like, hey, who is Keenan Allen? Yeah. I, I've never heard of At him. At Riffs on Tap. Uh, have you ever heard of Tom Brady? <laughs> Tom Brady. Is he good? Yeah, just d- DM us any fantasy questions uh, except for my brother. Go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> uh, but thank you very much, guys. It's been Riffs on Tap. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Riffs on Tap. Uh, like I said, send us a DM, question, whatever. Uh, beer recommendations, music recommendations, show recommendations, whatever you have for us. Uh, but thank you all for listening. If you made it this far in the episode, we love you. Uh, we uh, thank you so much for listening. You know, we made it 14 episodes through. We're excited to keep it going. But thanks, y'all. Bye-bye. Sayonara.